What's going on, guys? And welcome to the Totally Blitz podcast. We finna get the kickback started. Before we do that, please go down, like this video, subscribe to the channel. Motherfucker. And let's introduce our host for the episode today. I'm Paul Pickawinam Concha. And they say an apple a day keeps the doctor away. Hey, man. You already know how we cover this. That boy, Lil KK, aka the Dom PYE. One of the three, really one of the ones. The fuck what hasn't been done. And you know how we cover it. Man, it's slick, man. I'm glad to be here, man. Been hiding, but I'm but I'm but I'm hey, out hey, here now. Hey, hey, this is the boy slick first introduction. You gotta put some bass in your voice. One more time, slick. Hey, who else with me? Hey, today? this is slick, nigga. Good morning, nigga. Oh yeah. Good morning. Been a minute, but I'm back now. God damn it. <laughs> Good morning, motherfucker. Hey man. Hey man. Hey, this is my favorite episode, right? Because motherfucker, last episode was probably the best episode, but this is my favorite episode because to, to me, this is the first day of summer. This is the first Monday of summer. Finals is over. Mm-hmm. Suns is out. Buns mm-hmm. is out. The fun is out. Yeah. It's time to make some moves. Like it's summertime, man. What's your summer vibes looking like, man? How y'all coming to summer? You know it's what I'm saying? Hot to be going anywhere, and it'd be raining. <laughs> Charles, as my witness, that shit was a hundred degrees yesterday, and out of nowhere, fucking a monsoon. Yeah, out of nowhere, dog. I just looked up, and the sky was black. That shit was crazy. <laughs> shit was crazy yesterday. You sure glad to be like, here, man. You sure it wasn't like nine o'clock? Like, sure it wasn't nighttime? Like, I was like, no, nah, it's just like three. What's going? On? <laughs> What's going on? This don't look normal. Nope. Hey, that's fucking insane, bro. So the weather in Tampa is crazy right now. Yeah, bro. Yeah. It's it's so hot outside, and then even with the heat, it's just fucking. You, it rains every day. Like it's giving every day. Doesn't matter if it's just an hour or forty five minutes or thirty or fucking. It might rain two three times an hour each, but you gonna know it's rain. Hey, shout out global warming, but nah, man. I'm not. I've been living my see like see like I don't have a car. So like the weather is very important to me. Like the weather is very important. I, I, the weather dictates what I do at certain times. It's very much. Especially when it looks like it's about to rain. Well, so like I know how you feel, but like over here in Gainesville, this shit rains every day regardless. So like you know, you know how to maneuver it, but it's the same time every day. So it'll be like one to two, or like four to five. Like, you just know how to maneuver. You know when to be. There was a point in time where it rained every day at 4.30, and I started working for And, like, I would literally watch the ra- watch the clouds just start turning, wait for me to get inside my fucking job, and then just start pouring. So, like, the first hour of the job would be slow every day. Every day was summer. Just because, like, niggas, niggas don't want no chicken in the rain. Well, most niggas. But, no, that's funny as fuck. But I'm not letting the rain. I'm not letting weather holding nigga back, man. A nigga trying to live his best life, man. I mean, what's it called? I've been doing a lot of indoor shit, but like, I don't know, man. I might have to go go catch a tan on one of these beaches or something and do some workouts in Miami. Shit, bro. I hope the sun letting. Because it's hurricane season. I didn't realize how long hurricane season was. I like That shit's all the way up to like November or some shit. Like from June to like November, October. It's half yeah. the fucking year. You just tell me it's hurricane season half like half the year. I Man, growing up it was like three months. I swear, hurricane. bro. It was just like hurricane months. season. Hur- the actual hurricane would show up in like August, and then after August, you were safe. <laughs> yeah. 
That's what you see. Other cities flooded. Because that's Tampa yeah. always used to get passed by. That shit used to be so great. Oh, 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 like, no, I remember like the hurricanes would always come like the second week of school. So like you had to go the first week. It's like ah fuck, it's not mm-hmm. over. And now you get like always. a couple days. You get like two, three days off for um next week because of hurricane coming. Mm-hmm. Like, hurricane don't do shit to Tampa, but hey, what if it did though? It what could. It could have, you know what I'm saying? I need to be home to be safe. Mm-hmm. Safe and sorry. Let's... Oh, but have y'all watched any good movies recently? Because last night I was on my, my movie site and I found a good one that I've been waiting on. And uh, I'm, I don't know if y'all heard of it, everything, everywhere, all at once. I haven't I haven't seen it yet. It's, it's, it's like that. It, it, it was, and it's, it's one of those movies because Charles, and if anyone don't know, the movie's concept is like a, a average woman that owns a laundromat, Asian lady. It's like another like Asian cast and um, mm-hmm. all famous Asian actors. When you, you see them, you know who they are. And then mm-hmm. um, she does all of a sudden like, like her everyday life changes. Like she gets, gets tapped into the multiverse and she can tap into like all her parallel universes. Like if there was a world where she became the karate expert, like super black belt. She can tap mm-hmm. into that and become like start fucking whipping it out on like whatever she needs to like in the moment. And then like, yeah, he's a race car driver. Like she'll be whipping in. It's like, Doo! and then all of a sudden now she's really whipping it. Like like, and yeah. she's just like forty five year old skinny laundromat owner lady. Like, and um, it's funny. And then something like that, I thought it was gonna be like a long time before they actually get to that point about 10 minutes into the movie bro they they all right we get into it like, they did not waste time and i was like definitely recommend y'all go checking that movie out because i heard all the other movies kind of stunk like the jurassic park and all um the top i'm not a top gun person but that's no, the only one that top gun movie where it was where was I from all the uh, the people who would watch Top Gun? Charles, you, know you seem like a Top Gun type of dude. No, listen, <laughs> so the I only, I've only seen everything. Top Gun recently. I was just woke. I when it was I was working overnight, and I just I just got real high one morning. And I was like, "Fuck it, let's watch Top Gun." Out of nowhere, and I watched that bit, and that was some great cap. I'm not gonna lie, it damn near was like an anime plot, bro. It held up. It held up <laughs> to the test of time. Yeah, it definitely was a movie from 1986, but it got respected like a movie in 1986. I I, I really appreciate that. So the 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 sequel, 36 years later, I heard a lot of good reviews on that motherfucker. Especially with you know what I'm saying the technology better, the jets better. You know what I'm saying? And I'm Tom Cruise is a fucking savage. He was he was wanting to do all this shit himself. Like they're having mm-hmm. to tell him like. Tom, we can't let you go underneath the Golden Gate Bridge in a fighter jet. Like, we have to leave that to the professional fighter pilots. Yeah. And Tom Cruise is like, no, it won't be real. <laughs> I want it to be real. <laughs> That's how his whole character is a Top Gun. They literally tell him, bro, don't do that shit by yourself. And he's like, it has to be done. And he just does it. I guess it's that's tough. just him. That's Maverick. I'm yeah, Maverick. Tom Cruise. I'm not gonna lie, you know it's funny. There was a shit to do yesterday, so we went to me and the homies went to the movies, and like some because somebody called me saying they were gonna go watch Top Gun. I was like Top Gun at seven twenty, and I was just like seven twenty. I'm gonna go to the movies before nine. How am I gonna <laughs> get a How am I gonna get a good nap? But um, motherfucking. So we Top Gun was. I seen the trailer and I was like, there are not enough black people in this. But I was like, it's either this or dinosaurs. So I was like. I, 
Yeah. So I was like, all right, we could go to Top Gun. And then motherfucking Top Gun was sold out. And I was like, oh, that shit must really be hitting like that. Like, for all day was sold out. And I'm just like, that's crazy. It's On saving a Sunday, movie theaters. So I so we chose to see um Jurassic Park, Jurassic World, whatever you call it. And I guess probably I would have been engaged more if I knew the plot, like if I knew who Charlotte Lockwood was and all that extra shit and like the stuff. Cause it just came into like I walked straight into a plot. Like I, I walked it looked like I walked straight into a 30-year timeline. Like these niggas no, been talking it is. Yeah, that's the sixth movie in the franchise. And, uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. and, and I think was, this one they had all the OGs come yeah, back. Yeah, they did. This was this is the one that merged with the, the two different universes, <laughs> two different yeah. timelines. Uh, it was cool. Like it was, it was straight. I fell asleep, but it was still was cool. I'm okay. Like, but usually, usually I can judge a music a movie when I fall asleep by like what I wake up to. Like usually I'll wake up to something and it'll be some action. Like Fast and Furious, I can go to sleep all day, but I wake up, the boys, sure, sure. them boys is action, action. But like Jurassic World, I woke up, niggas. I fell asleep, niggas was talking. I woke up, niggas was talking. Mm-hmm. I woke up, Damn. and like the way. And I guess dinosaurs are like kind of just like interacting with humans and stuff like that. Now dinosaurs are kind of on the loose and they're like a natural thing in life. So people are kind of getting used to it. And like niggas are stealing down. I was cool and all that, but like nobody got eaten by a dinosaur. So I was like, eh. That's not, that's not real. I'm like, it's not realistic to me. I feel like Top Gun was more realistic. Would have been more realistic. I had no. You're telling me dinosaurs are all over this motherfucking world. Not one ate a human. Not one, not one, pro- not, not one like big problem going on. Yeah, uh, I had to talk to somebody about that because I was like, I don't know how they turned Jurassic Park into like a family friendly movie because it's really a horror world. film. Supposed to be a horror film. This dinosaurs with us, nigga. They just gonna be. It's an onslaught. It's, it's free lunch every hour. The original ones I felt like were like that. Like the first three were. Yeah, that's like, what they wanted. It was in the rain. Like all of a sudden they're like, "What is that noise?" And fucking big ass T Rex right there. Yeah. They were getting hunted. I remember seeing the deaths and be like, "Oh wow, the oh wow, that nigga just got eight and half." Like <laughs> that's crazy. Yeah, I gotta go Both back like hiding in the kitchen in the dark, being quiet, shaking it. Like that's what I'm expecting to see. Kids yeah. have PTSD running for their yeah. lives. They remembered it. They'll never forget this shit. Never. My dad yeah. got ripped in half by a giant lizard. <laughs> It was civilized, man. There was like they even said there was they made a joke about gene splicing. They was like, nah, no, we don't do that. The the biggest issue were the locusts. They had like these crazy locusts, huge, crazy dinosaur locusts type shit. So that's like, a horror film by itself. They were they were they were they were the biggest issue in that whole um shit. Oh, yeah. And there was a special type of dinosaur they called like a gasosaurus or gagosaurus or something like that. I don't know. It was I I, I mean I, there was nothing there wasn't that much there were that many great options, so I wasn't tripping. Well, shit, if y'all got the time, you don't even have to go to the theaters. They go one, two, three. They already got it in HD. Everywhere, everything, all at once. That movie really was with the shits. And uh, Top Gun, the funniest thing about that to me was E! News. Y'all know, like, the Entertainment Weekly and all the insider stuff? Yeah. My dad had told me that he was just watching it in the morning, and they were talking about Top Gun Maverick. And, you know, that shit happened, like you said, 36 years ago. So they were doing, like, what the cast looked like then versus now. And the, the main girl, like Tom Cruise's girlfriend in the first one, Meg Ryan. So they have Meg Ryan in the, the 80s. Sex symbols. Fine. All that stuff, right? And then, like, Meg Ryan now. And it was like, oh, my God. Like, yeah. she, like, like yeah. she used to look bad. And then all of a sudden, it's like Tom Cruise in the 80s. 
versus Tom Cruise now, and the motherfucker looks exactly the same, right? Like he don't even have a gray hair. No, I remember not even like the the old dudes was talking about how old girls is not the same person at all from then. Like same size, same weight, same person. Period. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, bro. Yeah, not. The same and then person. they got Tom Cruise, bro. Tom Cruise looks like bro. That man looks he's he's like almost that's sixty years do. old. I think he is sixty years old. Yeah, that's all he do, bro. He run, man. Tom Cruise is low key yeah. American Jackie Chan. Think about nigga it. Nigga just look like nigga look like he just became a politician. That's it. Yeah, like high key. <laughs> that boy definitely looked like he runs Scientology. Oh, he definitely, dude. That's what's keeping him so young, brother. That makes sure him the gold. The gold goose is uh, yep. always looks good. That boy's the leader of a religion. That shit is insane. Nigga said, "Follow the youth. We can make we can make it with engineering." Make it yeah. the German the German's been tried. Tom Cruise, bro. And Tom Cruise. What if it's all this a big act, bro? Like that's his biggest acting role of all time. Top Gun? No, going undercover in Scientology. Taking Scientology down? Well, he would have <laughs> took it down by now. He runs that whole Yeah, no, man. Like it should be like a 25-year role, bro. Or is it bigger than this? Is he going after other? Yeah, he's going after through, everything, bro. Through Scientology. Jesus. <laughs> This is the biggest role of all. He took that Mission Impossible shit to the head, and now they know he think he made it. I'm better than blind. I'm better than born. No, I never heard. I never heard of that shit until the South Park episode, and that shit was great. That yeah, that was that explained a lot. <laughs> but man, dog, so it's Monday. Niggas is chilling. Niggas is vibing. I've been watching a shit ton of DBZ since our combo since our last combo on DBZ. So, what was y'all favorite transformations in the show? Super Saiyan three. Super Saiyan three. That, that's that's a unanimous. Not just any Super Saiyan three. When he broke it down the first time, I he screamed it. for like the three. guy legitimately. I think passed out after doing he it. He did. Yeah. Six minutes. That's like a legendary status. Like even to this day, I'm pretty sure other like anime voice actors like they will probably have that guy like in the goat tier just like. I probably mm-hmm. couldn't scream for six minutes straight. Like, if, like Naruto knew better than ask me. Like, <laughs> Dragon Ball Z is the only anime I've ever seen something like that. And every second, it has got more hype. Like, more, like, what is it? Is there something more? And all of a sudden, you see, like, a flash. And it's like, hold up, what was that? And then all of a sudden, you see, like, the, the bird, not the bird, but, like, shit, like, a black screen. Like, it's just the way they animated it. It's just like, what the yeah. fuck? Hold up, hold up. Beautiful, bro. But, like, <laughs> Now I gotta play devil's advocate. Cause motherfucking that's my favorite one also. But like Super has some transformations now. Like Super, them boys was snapping with them transformations. Like the first time bro went blue and they got the like the platinum, everything breaking up, breaking on their ass versus motherfucking Jurin's transformation and the turn of power. He just starts, he just turns into the hottest thing to have ever been created. Motherfucking trunks of transformation against on black Goku when he no, had his own. When that had me, he said, "What's up?" I think that was the one for me. Like the one I was like, "Oh, these niggas not playing this year." Like you know what I'm saying? Like, because Trunks was crazy. They they made the hair sharper. That boy got bulkier. You know what I'm saying? He started walking. You could hear his footsteps. I was like, "Oh, this nigga not playing." (laughs) Niggas' eyes is on demon time. Like white. 
for me though the super ones don't hit the same just because like when i was a jit i had never seen nothing like that where it's super like i i've been through the gauntlet of anime and especially with dbz like i was like almost like expecting it like you have to keep raising it especially now you're gonna be finding gods and other universes like like whole like it's just it's just getting bigger stakes with the right, right, right. the third one for me it was like that no one went past two for a minute like it was like the super saiyan twin gohan was the only one who could do it like it was just unfathomable to anybody else so then when that he finally bust that bitch out took like it was like hold up like that that's why I always that one is super saiyan one like, because I wasn't expecting Super Saiyan 1 either. And maybe it's because social no media ruined the transformations, because I would see it on Twitter the day yeah. it happens. Like, it's not the same effect of, like, finding out without even knowing about anything. That shit's cool. I always appreciate, like, being, like, the second the second generation of Dragon Ball Z. So, like, I knew what those yeah. transformations were. I remember watching, when I watched everything straight through, I watched Dragon Ball, and I remember I just used to have to keep telling myself, like, I understand that, like, this nigga can fly, but like we gonna watch this whole thing, and that's tough to tell yourself that shit in like fourth grade, fifth grade. Like, like I understand this man can destroy worlds, but like we gonna watch him struggle with this fucking Chinese motherfucker in a pink suit, like motherfucking wow. for real. Tower. I did not have patience. Yeah, I was like, it took me a second, but it made. But when I got to the end, I made it so much better because especially when um he did the um the shit to Piccolo. And I was just like the evil King Piccolo, and I was just like, oh yeah, these niggas is fighting. But like Dragon Ball Z just shattered all that. I'm like, okay, this is the big immediately. Leagues. This is the big leagues, homie. No, I definitely now. saw Dragon Ball Z first too. And then the only reason I even really watched Dragon Ball like that because I, I don't think I really was gonna give it the time until it was a uh, on the Funimation channel. Like they would just have that bitch like four or five episodes every day. And then like the next day, another like four or five episodes and then be in order. So I'd be like, shit, I guess I'm watching this. Like because I was just sit there and just stay on the Funimation channel. Even I wasn't paying attention. It was just that I was the channel I was on. No, I remember I always loved the nostalgia of Dragon Ball from day one. Like just even being a little kid, I think it's probably because there wasn't much going on back then and on like 2008 and shit. But motherfucking, I remember just watching that first episode of Dragon Ball and thinking like, yo, this is my favorite thing on TV ever. Like, I don't think there's anything better than this. There's anything better. There's nothing better than this first episode. Like, just like the way it was set up to like, yo, we're about to go on an adventure. And I was just like, oh, wow, these motherfuckers is lit. I was watching Dragon Ball Z before I knew what anime was. Like, I thought that was, I knew it wasn't a regular cartoon, but I was like, bro, this shit is so far. I want to watch it. I know. I had blood. It was you yeah. know what I'm saying shit. <laughs> there was a little bit of cussing. Yeah, they were. Especially I got, I got to see Boma's panties. Oh, Dragon Ball, yeah. Uh, even yeah. was that DBZ? No, no, that was Dragon Ball two times with Master Roshi's horny ass. But they we have what's up with anime just having like either one or like a few just like some perverted like i know it was just like kind of casual over there but like maybe like there's at least one in every anime like you always have a master roshi sometimes it's the main sometimes it's the main character who's the biggest pervert that is true yeah i look at it like a jiraiya type i look at it because i feel like those characters really exist in um that culture like everybody yeah. has that pervy ass um, everybody has that pervy ass old uncle or old granddad like that's just real life out there. And niggas just pervy as fuck. And like, and the way that they draw their characters, because 
nobody explained to me that people in anime are Asian. Like nobody, it took me a while to really sit down and understand that. Cause like, do you see the way they draw titties in, in anime? Like there's no, there's, that's probably like the less than like 4% of that, of the people, of the people in that population. Like, that's just how like anime. <laughs> they all look like this. Yeah, any person with colored hair is Asian and any person with blonde hair, blue eye is an American. And yeah. then, um, the, yeah. they always the, like the real small eyes is the Chinese I found out someone told me they're like when you start seeing the Asian people not like the old people that usually have the small eyes but like you'll see mm-hmm. like I saw one in one other anime when they actually went to China and like they specifically gave the Chinese people like squinty eyes whereas the Asian people are like these bright colorful big characters and I was like then we got some like Asian on Asian beef going <laughs> on here <laughs> they real good they really do got beef with each other <laughs> it's just funny man but like so when i look at dragon ball z and stuff like that it brings me back to like the older animes because like i'm a big like nostalgia fan when it comes to watching my show like i always like the fact that like yo this came out like death note like i was actually talking to somebody about death note the other day they was like yo this came out at this time and it still stands up mm-hmm. with these with these that's going on here with all the cg and all the lit just because of the little things that they did right I think my two favorite animes when it comes to auto doing just everything, everything right, has to be Full Metal Alchemist and Yu Yu Hakusho. Like, they just did every all the little shit right to like get you between each um, because Full Metal Alchemist, especially Brotherhood, feels like it's just like straight through. Like everything happened like damn near like a black clover. Like that's back to back to back to back to back. Something happened until it was done. So, what are y'all favorite like real nostalgic ass animes? I ain't gonna lie, it would have been Dragon Ball, I'm not gonna hold you. But uh, I in there for sure. I felt like it was a couple steps away from being perfect. I, the, the the creator, like most creators, shouldn't have it's been not, on board. But, but yeah, I, I, I enjoyed that. Um, I really wish I got Naruto more, uh, more like y'all did, like because I was watching it when it was on TV, but I wasn't in it you know what i'm saying like i just wasn't locked in i just i tune in when i see rock lee and them boys fading a guy or you know what i'm saying i was like oh that nigga like bruce lee for real you know what i'm saying and so then, you you like tuned in for like okay oh the hands i was there for hands you know what i'm saying i seen the battle with a with a sasuke standing at the top of the top of the hole and how dramatic that shit was i was like i feel real betrayal right now you know what i'm saying like I, like this boy naruto is like always trying to save some nigga you know what i'm saying like I, I, I watched that but pure nostalgia like not even like what what i think is like because there's some of these parts don't even like i haven't watched them forever but like something if i see a clip or there's a picture of it brings me back to that that memory mm-hmm. like other than dragon ball z because i feel both said that one um naruto i feel like is a, a gimme and then um but the ones that i feel like would go unnamed would be like zatch bell and then like the Beyblades, like those are one of like Prince of Tennis. Like those are some of the first, like at age seven, like at eight, like I was like in Yuasha. Why Digimon? That boy Digimon. says that boy said Zatch Bell. My boy really used to watch anime. Really Zatch watched. Bell used to bro. those That's little doll, that was one of the first ones that like the concept was so fire to me. Like this is all of a sudden like a whole other world. 
they they were like dolls, but they were like gods basically. Each one was like has their own power and like or like stuff, and they're just basically fighting and on Earth to be like ruler of their world. And I was like, hold up now, and they had like the the fucking I can't remember what it was called, but that that fucking hyper beam cannon type ability. Beyblade, did y'all watch Beyblade growing up? Let it rip. Beyblade, let it. I played Beyblade like this. Yeah, everybody played it. I found out now how to actually play it. Like I saw a TikTok about it. I was like, how you're like how to get a certain spin. Like there's, it's it's not that hard. Like it literally is just all how you like turn it or have it like face a certain way. And like mm-hmm. one spin is for defense mode, and it would, your Beyblade would go into like the center. Like the people that actually play Beyblade, I was like, oh, it isn't just like let it rip, just let that bitch go. Like there was actually like a way to actually beat people. The show wasn't bullshit. They no, really wait, weren't. Was that no. in like the special in the special um like they have the ring, or you could do that anywhere? And uh, well, they have the 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 ring, just the normal ring, but they were just showing on um that's like on countertop just like also just like uh how to get your beyblade to like do certain things like uh and then certain beyblades have spurring abilities where like like not like they're not gonna do like in the tv show but like some beyblades are, are built a certain like a certain guy has has more speed or whatever so like if you have so if you let him fly a certain way it's like almost like the tv show he'll do this certain thing like and like and then someone has more defense and he's like a bigger bulkier beyblade it has like a special ability to be able to t- like i was really blown away that like oh there's a lot more to it and like strategy than just like crazy. What, I what i was doing i was just ready to watch that but i just wanted that bitch to spin yeah it was always sometimes we would get what? Sometimes we would get them to hit, but really we were just trying to whoever stood the longest we won. <laughs> yeah, I keep, I'm like Back. my best fan. <laughs> and that makes yeah. sense. Mine's was smaller than theirs, so mine's usually stood up the longest. And uh, and when they did hit, it was like, oh, <laughs> like you got excited, <laughs> like that was a big deal, bro. Yeah, that's, that's uh, yeah, the, the Beyblades. Those that that show held me down because when I went to the like no cable. And just going to the movie, and I'm going to the library to get DVDs. They always have Beyblade, and it would be a different. Like I'll be watching like season four one week, and then the next week like season eighteen. Like people have completely different <laughs> hair colors, like completely different. Like now, now motherfuckers are evil. And, like, yeah, like I was like, those that one's probably the most nostalgic. You said Digimon though, Charles. Yeah. Yeah, there was actually like a Digimon show. This was back on like JetX. You remember JetX? Yeah. Yeah, and it was like it was like Digimon Evolutions or some shit. And that was when they had like they was wearing like they Digimon on they like they uh like a damn like how Power Rangers was. They had that bitch as like a goddamn band uh, on the wrist. Yeah, like a watch. And they would call that motherfucker. It was like some mechanical shit, and they would become part of the Digimon. And that shit was so hard to be. They would transform into like a big ass Digimon beetle or a dragon. That shit was hard. I never watched Digimon. I watched the one movie they had that like the very first movie, and that movie was hard. I watched that movie of like a handful of times. That's legit. But never watched a single episode of Digimon. 
Yeah, I could, that was, I ain't gonna lie, the, that's the Digimon that I'm talking about was the only Digimon I was committed to, because after they went away from that shit, and they was just, like, launching the actual, like, Digimon into battle, like, on some Pokemon shit, I was like, yeah, this ain't, I don't want to watch them. It always, did you watch it, Kev? Because that one's the one always intrigued me, I just never, ever got around to it. I fucked with Digimon a little piece, I was a big um, Yu-Gi-Oh dude. I was really deep in the Yu-Gi-Oh! So, like, I always felt like they was beefing. Like, at school, you got to have your Yu-Gi-Oh! cards. Oh, cards. So, like, I always felt like you had to switch and pick a side. But, like, I used to watch them when I had time. But when it comes to, like, Pokemon and shit like that, because we can get a Yu-Gi-Oh! in a second, but Pokemon, I always ask the question, how did Team Rocket not die? Like, uh, Team, Team Rocket really got blasted off every fucking episode. And it, they were creative. It wasn't just Pikachu. Nah, they used to get... Whoever, whatever Pokemon was eating that episode usually sent them niggas to oblivion. But yeah. like every episode, classic. Like it was on some swiper no swipers. <laughs> they weren't a swiper no swipers. <laughs> niggas was looking forward to it. Them niggas are hilarious. Oh, anytime they come on the screen, I'm, I'm I'm ready to watch. This is about to be the the cap of shit you seen on the, in this episode. <laughs> they, always with the disguises, bro. They were they the honestly would make the episode. They would. They really would. The disguises and they'd be rhyming off each other. They usually be fencing it, each other. Sometimes they weren't even like trying to scheme, bro. They'd be like on the day off trying to do something. Just, just and, then, it. and then all of a sudden does Ash is walking around with his Pikachu does out and about like Nope. Nobody else is doing this, but other than Ash, ass like it'll, you see a little eleven-year-old jit with his Pokemon out, bro. You thinking that's easy money every time, and you don't like it's it's in their blood. That's why I give him respect, bro, because they wouldn't even be wanting to steal Pokemon, bro. But then no. it's, it's, it's just a free lick. I would not. I mean, and it's, it's, and it's, they it's got no fucking talking meow. Bro, they had yeah, they, yeah, bro. They had Wild Fat too, dude. That shit was crazy. Wild Fat. Oh, that nigga doing move side to side. But no, but I had a Pokemon book that had like the attacks, attack and defense of it. He was the only one that had ninety nine defense, had zero everything else, zero across the board, but ninety nine max defense. And I was like, I was a Wild, and there was an episode where Wild Fat casted like a. a Iron skin. I don't know. You know, there's like some tank shit, and they couldn't do nothing to Wobble Fett, bro. He was eating everything, and, <laughs> and then even T Rocket, you know, Jesse or J, whoever's the one who's the boss of him was just like, oh, it like it went from like Wobble Fett, what the fuck are you doing here to like, oh, thank you, Wobble Fett, like you know, yeah. like only time Wobble Fett you ever know. got like good, <laughs> good screen time. That's funny as fuck. Because they actually right. blasting off, and then Wobble Fett would just pop out. It'd be like yeah. flying off with them. Like, Wobble Fett. Mm-hmm. That's funny as fuck. But, hey, man. It's that time of the year again. Basketball season's over. Dang. Football season's been feeling like it's been a month away for, like, the last three months. Especially this season. So, before we get into our, how we look back in the season, what we took our takes on from the basketball season this year and the Warriors winning, motherfucking, what the fuck y'all gonna do with your time right now? Shit, right oh. now I'm 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 trying to knock off all the bucket list anime type shit, like anime that I just always had on the back burner that like I know would be in a top 50 anime all time list type shit. Like, like something I haven't seen yet that I just need to watch that like 
it's top 50 for a reason. Maybe like the, and I'm not watching like the fruits baskets and shit like that, but anything that like that Torico, like the food critic, like he always been like on the back burner for me. I'm like, let me go finally find out what he's actually about. Like I haven't watched it, but like animes like that, like the ones that you always had sitting there, you know about them, massive fan base, but you don't know like the, mm-hmm. the mobile, the Gundams. I'm going to go peep some Gundams this, this off season. I'm going to see what the hell is up with the Gundam fans. But that Torico anime is low-key good. I remember watching, Um, I was hung, I was really hungry one night and I, and I was just watching that shit. That shit's fire. <laughs> Because you know the Japanese make their food look so good, <laughs> and as, he's an exotic food hunter. Like any, like the most exotic food would be in the most dangerous place. So like only the specialized people can be food hunters. But what you, what you like? You're gonna start doing some push-ups. If you look, we yeah. some push up You can get so you can start wearing white beaters every day again. Yeah, it's hot enough. You know, <laughs> makes sense too. Gotta keep the jacket on. What you watching? What you watching? Chess, professional, um, those sla- professional slapping. You know them slap shits go crazy. Them shits is fire. I be seeing them on Twitter and IG. I thought I'd be hurt if a nigga knocked me out with a slap kid. Boy, they be smacking the sweat off them boys with them slaps. That shit is crazy. They know it, and then niggas be ready because they know that's the hit that's gonna put them out every time you see it in the eyes. But uh, I, I ain't. I ain't I finished. I the last thing I watched was Ozark. I finished Ozark, and I just been coasting through movies. You know what I'm saying? That's really what I'm on. I'm just on a movie wave right now. You coast the movie. I gave you one, bro. That's one. You yeah, did. appreciate. It. I know I'm taking that down for sure. Like I gotta go. Uh, I'm always, I was gonna watch The Accountant. Uh, I need ben to watch. Like movie. Yeah, I remember the trailers when that shit came out. I was like, this nigga looks serious. He looked technical. But I lie. used to love Ben Affleck because he was like yeah. funny. And he had a little bit of like a, that dirty Boston in him where you know he's scrappy. Yeah. Like Matt Damon, like you know, like you know that yeah. throw down if he had to. And uh, but then all of a sudden, I remember, I remember 2016, that motherfucker was Batman, and I hated that. Like I, I, I was just like, he's Batman, like Ben yeah. Affleck, like he seems right. like the sweater wearing motherfucker is Batman. After yeah. Christian Bale had killed it for three movies in a row. And uh, cycle, yeah, the American cycle is banger, also. But uh, man, ever since then, I just haven't been a big fan of Ben Affleck. I don't know why. I just like this ever since 2016, that movie, I just haven't mm-hmm. really watched it, but any movie prior, like Goodwill Hunting, loved him in mm-hmm. that movie. Those other like Matt Damon movies, he's in like seven Matt Damon movies, all of them slap. All the boys rock with each other, shit crazy. That's yeah. it. I'm not gonna lie to y'all boys. I think I'm gonna start watching some skateboard videos, skateboard videos until this shit comes back, man. I think that and maybe a little PGA tour, because I heard the niggas going crazy right now. That boy, you know, the for the US that US Open, I think, was this weekend. I think it wrapped up. But I just think like niggas would never allow me to go to an event because like there's no way in hell I'm clapping. Oh my gosh, he's about to take a shot. I'm about to hey hit that shit, nigga. Like, no way. Niggas is gonna be having kept yeah, the guy's gonna be handcuffed and escorted, you know, and they right. see people like dragged by their butt. Like as he's just still yelling. Like, I'm be like, bitch, I'm a paying customer. Get the fuck off of me. Hey, hit that shit, my nigga. 
Yo, hey. Yo. I'm getting at this green tea. <laughs> All right. But yeah, I'm trying to, um, and I'm trying to, um, I'm definitely trying to do, um, I've been thinking about taking up scuba diving, though. No cap. Like, there's some stuff that like, I'm thinking about making a bucket list of things I want to finish before, like, I graduate. And, like, I feel like scuba diving and combat sports are looking like they're about to hop on my list. But I smoke, so that means I have to start running. And, like, I don't know how to swim. So, like, yeah. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I'm stuck. You know, I'm stuck between a rock and a hard place right now. Yeah, no, but we don't know how to swim, bro. That, that's step one before scuba diving. But I'm not. I know I just swim good enough to go beat the shit out of the nigga that pushed me in the pool, but like motherfucking, <laughs> I don't know if I could just sit down and just tread that hoe, like have a conversation with motherfuckers. I've been scuba diving once. It was inside of a pool, and it was it was pretty fun, and uh, it it felt weird. I'm, Charles, you ever been like scuba diving? I uh, I also can't swim, so I knew that wasn't an option. Not for you. Uh, when I went right, but it, it is, is they all crazy down there. It didn't feel it, it just felt so like I don't know what the word for it. It's just different. Accessible. Like, yeah, because you're underwater and you, all of a sudden like they have to tell you like breathe. Like you can breathe. And because at first your initial re- instinct is like don't breathe. Oh, like, water, water. Yeah, I'm taking water. Like I don't want to swallow water. Like I'm not an idiot. But then all of a sudden you breathe and it's not it's oxygen. So it's not even what the air tastes like. It's like cold. Yeah, mm-hmm. almost like a doctor to stuff. Like so then it's like different like staying. But it was dope. I'm not gonna lie. It was just a pool. I would love to scuba dive in like a fucking coral reef or some shit. Like see some little fishes, but not not with them sharks. That's what really got me into this shit. Cause I was in a I, I was watching some um these little I've been putting these nature shits on when I'm editing or doing some homework and shit. And like I'll be seeing all the shits, but then I'll really walk into a, a a pet store, a fish, an aquatic aquatic pet store, and I was looking at the little coral reef tanks, and I was like, imagine just being in that bitch, just floating around. And I was like, you can't do that. That's crazy. So, like, I don't know, man. Scuba dive might be something I do for my birthday next year. But, like, the passport, I really plan on getting my passport the end of this month, like, right after I pay rent, man. Where are y'all places? Where are y'all places, like, places that y'all feel like you would travel to? Because, like, Charles already been to the other side of the world before. Um, that nigga been out east. I ain't gonna lie, I'm gonna head up uh northeast probably next year. Um, England, Rome, probably oh, Euro tour. Yeah, oh. I look. Yeah, need to get me a passport. I've been neglecting that shit just because the nigga don't want to go to the post office. But I need hey, to go get that. End of the month, man. Get your passport, man. I'm doing the same thing, man. Pay your rent, and then let's go get some passports. Yeah, I want to hit like. There's two, so like I always hear Indonesia's mad cheap for like where you go, and you can get like a four star hotel, like cabana on the water, like those floating cabanas on the water, and it'd be like 50 bucks a night. And then you only need like a dollar 50 a night, and you eat like the normal, like not a bento box, but like those type of like trays that they eat over there, and they're real good. And I was like, I was like, oh, for like, so basically, like. 500 bucks and even with 500 bucks like that's like with transportation like everything but the ticket but like 500 bucks gets you a fire ass hotel eating like a king every day transportation every day probably sightseeing shit every day probably buy some souvenirs while you're there and like there's not a lot of places on the world especially this far from america that you can say that so i was like indonesia's always been like i want to hit that place 
Yeah, it's different over there. It's, it's expensive. It really, that's how it is. Most of the areas over there, it's expensive to get there, but once you're there, everything is pretty pretty good prices. You know what I'm saying? And moving around Europe is like real cheap too, because you can take the train everywhere. I I would love to hit Europe though, just because I've been like on my I've been like listening like history shit for like past like for a while. I like history and like I just be going like 500 years in Europe history from like fucking any time like any time frame like the different periods. Boys love getting ill. That's where that word came from. Ill from them. For real. Does America came from them because there's a, a, a before <laughs> there was like three land like uh, England was split into three lands of like Wales and then there was a place called uh, Mer- Mercia and it was spelled like America without the A in the beginning and in America when we were founded mm-hmm. we just took that name and just put it and put it and we changed it from Mercia to America. I believe it. That's, that's interesting. Motherfucking, I think if I had to go somewhere, it's torn because like, I want to go somewhere black as fuck. So I want to go somewhere in Africa, like somewhere deep in Africa, like some real, like Nigeria. Like the Congo? Like Nigeria, maybe. And then and then work my way to the Congo. But like, I also want to go somewhere Spanish as fuck. So, but like, like a Colombia or I, I want to go to the Dominican Republic, but that shit kind of right there. Like you really want to like branch yourself out there like i'm trying to go motherfucking like colombia brazil motherfucking somewhere over there somewhere like south america more like crazy spanish and then maybe vacation like spend them and like drive like go to or do some shit like go to california and then drive to mexico type shit okay and uh going to mexico shit going to mexico ain't that hard (laughs) They might not even ask you for a passport, bro. They're like, oh, you going to Mexico? Shit, oh, come on through. <laughs> if you want, stay. <laughs> yeah. uh, shit, do y'all have any... Uh, I have this... Uh, I have, like, this fucking would-you-rather question that I think would have been good for the... It's an anime would-you-rather question. What's mm-hmm. up with uh, Well, I know you watch Bleach. Did you watch Bleach, Charles? Nah, my brother did. He said it after the seasons. That's when it's raw. I knew Jerry. I this was, I knew Kevin Jerry. I didn't know for sure, Charles, but I'll still shoot it. Would you Go rather ahead. been a Naruto captain or a Bleach captain? Bleach captain. Yeah, a Bleach captain. Them niggas had a different kind of respect. Them niggas had to trip with the cape. Oh my! The, oh, the robe. Like the jacket's cool. The jacket, the Anbu's cool, but like it's different. Like if I, I'd rather be like a Hokage than the head of the captains. But like to be right. like a Jonin or or Sanin or somebody high up in Naruto to one of the Bleach thirteen crappers like, of the court like those- guards. Ooh! Oh, yeah. What captain would you be, Paul? I mean, Kampachi. It ain't no yeah, way. Yeah, I was going to be Kampachi. Kampachi, that man, he wore an eye patch, put bells on his hair, and um, what was that? Yeah, he put bells on his hair and an eye patch just to make the fights harder for himself because so he could have fun. Oh, and he used a rusty sword. Oh, yeah, the shit. <laughs> bullshit. But if you Kampachi, then I might be Aizen. Aizen is cold, I, bro. Aizen with the glasses. Aizen with the glasses on. Cold calculator, Aizen. Not even... This stupid gangster, the 
legendary killer eyes. All he had to do was just pull the hair back and take the glasses off, and immediately he had drip. He went from this the the, the, the Pee Wee Sherman motherfucker to the one of the coldest motherfuckers in Bleach. Just pull the hair back, take the glasses off, and the man automatically you you just saw it in his face the drip he had. I saw it one, right? Scary <laughs> man. But on some anime would you rather see I always be trying to make a would you rather with attack on Titan, but I feel like there's nothing like there's even no get to do even, that even in Dragon Ball Z, because at least Dragon Ball Z, like you can say, like, oh, the planet gets blown up all the time. You never know. Like I'm about to say it just happens like that and you don't even feel it, and then right and then within an instant you're right back and wish us back to life. But Attack on Titan was so nice with the way that they could just really instill fear and show how scared these motherfuckers were and, like, the trauma that they're going through. Like, saying that she, um, motherfucking... I remember there was a story of a girl saying that she got eaten. Her um mother got eaten by a titan, and she screamed so much until she went... She was eaten alive, and she screamed so much until she finally, until she finally lost her voice. And the whole time, she was just... And once she lost her voice, she just started throwing up. And I was like, that's insane. Right. Uh, yeah. One thing that whoever was drawing it, because it got over into the anime too, but the, the things they do to their eyes, like when they draw the lines on top of it going down and stuff to like instill like the fear or like the anger or just like the war-torn people have seen. Like that's just, I've never seen that. I know it's been used in other stuff, probably in like horror movies. But that was one thing I was just like, they do the eyes perfect, like better than any other anime. Like they just do, they they be able to grab the idea of fear in somebody's face. No, I did, and the emotion they still like in the Charles. How far are you caught up in the Attack on Titan? Y'all can speak on it. I haven't seen the last like ten. We're we not going. We're not going to speak on it because it is pretty good. But there's a point in time where individuals are attacking a Titan, and like the person, Paul, you might know what I'm talking about. It's when you know. You know, you know who. Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah, the boys was up the road. You feel me? You feel me? Don't worry, Charles. We ain't gonna say nothing. I'm gonna but get this. Like, but like, his shit was so crazy when they were like, he was saying like, "You guys aren't scared of me. I'm a titan." Like, hey, motherfuckers about to get his ass cut the fuck up by Levi and, and the gang. Like, motherfucking, he's just like, oh, y'all not, y'all don't fear me. I don't understand. Like, probably know what I'm talking about. Yeah, no, I do. <laughs> y'all yeah, talking about the- it was crazy to me because I'm just saying the way they can just like. The way they could just make this shit just so real life and realistic, it feels like Breaking Bad almost. I'm like, it makes sense why this show was number one in the fucking world in the U.S. at one point. But really, fucking, there's been a quite a couple. I call them like the waves. Like in tw- like 2004 was the Naruto Bleach and One Piece wave. Because once that hit America, that really like changed the game in like Western Amer- uh, animes, and then like. I think of like 2012 is whenever um, like Sword Art Online had dropped and that was oh, massive. Man. Like when that opened another door for like mainstream anime. And then like My Hero dropped with One Punch Man in like 2015. Like I consider all those like the waves. And then we got to Attack on Titan. Like, like, like this is like one wave after another. And then like the Black Clover, like it's just like this like and it's only getting bigger because now everybody's an anime fan. The revolution, bro. They just trying to outdo the other, bro. And so many new fire ones, bro. Fire Force and all that shit. 
It's the, I heard Fire Force is dumb nice. You, they, you guys are the fourth people to tell me this. Even though Paul was Stupid. the second. So, but, um, it's crazy. I like the Attack on Titan, the business strategy they went on. Because that was like one, that was like the biggest Netflix anime. And they just had the first season. Like, them niggas was all about business. It was all just the one first season forever. And then they slowly told us, told us the, what more and more until it's like, oh, we're here now. It's just like, oh, fuck. I just remember season two. When when they made the reveal about who the um um colossal titan and the armor titan was, I remember I remember was, uh, I remember sitting in my chair. I was sitting in my chair watching this on the tablet, and I paused it and I looked at Paul and I said, "Yo, Titan on Titan is the top five anime." And I remember that like when that shit happened because I did not think this was real. I was like, "There's no way this that this is going down." Like I paused and I was like, "Titan on Titan is the top five anime." And he he didn't dispute me or anything. He was just like. All right, I'm gonna watch. I'm gonna, I'm gonna get caught up. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck is this love to call me? But and with Attack on Titan, if Charles, if you haven't seen it, you should go peep Vinland Saga. It's like mm-hmm. the Vikings in Europe, like the while the war was going on and shit. So they got like the Viking one, and uh, it's the same people who did like the animation did this one. And that's why I like the fight scenes, and like Kev can attest. In Vinland Saga, when they fight, it's like so fast. Like the, the same way Attack on Titan does it, the way they like follow when they flying through the shit, and it's like real fast pace. That's how Vinland Saga is, but just like with Vikings and shit. So, nah, no cap. I seen a nigga get his fucking fingertips cut off, and I was like, yeah, this is what I'm here for. Yeah, and but and it's it's fine and the second season dropping so anyone who's anime and they don't know what to watch go peep vinland saga season one man but while we're talking violence man ufc paul is it just me charles how big a ufc fan are you not at all heard so paul paul talk to me about the sport of mma why is this shit so fucking crazy because like i come from wrestling my high, I was a high school wrestler four years. Never, never did anything even remotely great in the sport. Motherfucking. But that was there was a time when people really wrestling was the hardest sport. You got to kill yourself. You got to cut the weight. You got to do this. You got to do that. Wrestling was the hardest sport. You got to scramble. You can wrestle for seven minutes and go fucking on the um, sideline and fucking pass out. Like the shit was fucking. The shit is insane. But and I believe this shit was the greatest sport. Charles Sonnen said this. I believe the fort this shit was the greatest sport until MMA. Like that's because you you're not niggas aren't trying to score on you. They're trying to hurt you. So Paul, explain to me why the fuck is MMA so fucking lit, dog? This shit is crazy. No, I it, I thought maybe it was some hindsight bias because of like or recency bias, I mean, like, just because every card we feel like, this is the best card ever, and maybe just because it's the fucking one we're watching that week. But no lie, this last one, USC Austin, what was it, eight finishes, seven knockouts, and, like, six first-round knockouts. Like, just, like, they broke the record for most finishes in a UFC event ever. Like, that was, like... I've I've never really watched start to finish a card where somebody just got knocked out every, like within a minute and a half back to back to back and like four fights in a row and it was it, it, like you can't make that up and also that's just also like in boxing that stuff happens on undercards all the time but it's like you know it's gonna happen you have like a minus a thousand favorite 
super prospect going up against like some plumber from Mexico who they just want to <laughs> build this guy up and get him good to get him into the main events. But in the UFC, you really once they close that, like the odds are always close for a reason. You really don't know who's going to be the winner of that fight. You have no idea, like because usually in UFC rules are like a winner takes on a other. Like if you're coming off a win, the person you're fighting will be coming off a win. If you're coming off a loss, the person you're fighting will be coming off a loss. So someone can always have a bounce back. And also with the winner, it's just like someone someone will continue to move on, and someone will have to take a fall back here. So. That's why I think it's so lit. Like, unlike boxing and like some big main events in boxing, you don't know who's going to win and makes it so fire. But in UFC, the first fight to the last fight, you never know who's really going to win. Like, even the Valentina Shevchenko, the woman's goat, that was, she was like a minus 800 favorite, super favorite. And that fight was a split decision. Like, like the talent is so close right now. Yeah, I love it, man. Every time I watch a new card, I'm thinking like, man, that's just real good. <laughs> yeah, I'm about to tap in. Uh, no cap. Every Saturday, there's some shit going down. Every fucking Saturday. Sometimes Friday. Every Saturday. And they, they even have a reality TV show. Uh, it doesn't matter awesome. people like about to fade each other. Like, Bad Girls Club, but the, the girls basically were going to have to fade. One of them was going to have to fade at the end of the week each other. So all that rapping is shit dead because you know we're gonna see each other especially in the earlier seasons like the first like 10 seasons like the motherfuckers were just in the house all day cutting up ready to fuck somebody up drinking beer you know that's not like all yeah. the white people drinking beer that know yeah, how to fight there's and they live they're living in a mid like a, a multi-million dollar mansion while they're fighting while they're waiting while they're going through this tournament I'm, I'm a firm believer and a firm promoter of the UFC. I think if you should watch it, if you have time, you should study a discipline. Like, this shit is fire, man. I'm trying to get it. I'm trying to – I need Dana to hit my line, man. We got to do some business, oh. man. Business. So, it looks like – all right, so we're almost at the hour mark. Before we hit the actual hour, we have to talk it. I thought, I thought it would be brought up in the middle of a convo, but – we're going to say it. I want y'all's real reaction. How did y'all feel about Drake's new album, Honestly, Nevermind? Man, I heard everybody say that shit sound like mall music, and that's all I needed. But, but, my brother played some songs for me. And I was like, oh, yeah, that nigga 40 don't miss. That's just what it is. 40 do not miss. I don't care what Drake talking about, but this beat is crazy as hell. It probably will slide in in a couple months. It will be probably be better to listen to. But, like, I say the production is A1. I just don't want to hear Drake, though. Kev, have you got gotten to listen to it yet or at least some tracks? So, I didn't know it was going to come out, and I wasn't going to listen to it in the first place. But from the hate I've heard, I'm going to tap into it just because I love I love to be, I love to hear everybody hating on some shit, and I'll be like, okay, I like this. But um, <laughs> I love being on the other side. But, um... I just think it's probably some shit like he's saying is ahead of the game. Like he, they're really working on something. That was their first time just playing with it, and like they're they're fine tuned it. Cause like this motherfucker Drake doesn't just drop just drop shit to drop shit. Like that was like I was a chess game. He was playing chess. He's like remember he's playing the game on he's playing the game on free mode right now. He beat the story a few times. So like hundred percent of it. 
he got something they got something to work for he's probably been working on this for like a couple of years or so so like he just needs to get he probably just needs to tighten up his flows and get his bars all the way together on it but like i'm gonna tap in i'll see what he's talking about but i think it's probably just a double back for kendrick because like kendrick really put some drops and shit like hey man fuck it this is how i feel so like i think it said like this is how we coming i think it's a mix of one like drake is already like um like like if he was to come out with the same album again people that would be the people's big it's the same thing every time the same rb but like he's doing something different like so like people will hate but like if, i don't know people always find a reason to hate the jokes are funny i'll definitely agree to that but I, I do think it's kind of dope that he's doing something completely different. It is some some like party oons 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 type beats, but the beats do go crazy. Production, it's Drake. Production always gonna go crazy. Mm-hmm. I, I bet you them shits is gonna go crazy in the clubs in Canada because you know them niggas probably be out there bumping shit like that. Oh yeah, love Drake. Even the niggas that don't love Drake love Drake. And maybe maybe he is really about to change the game. I saw some people say like. When uh, when Kanye had the 808s, people were like, "What the fuck is this?" And then now 808s is the basics of any production, like rap. So like maybe maybe this is just ten years too early, and then we'll start seeing fucking beats all over the place like this. Or maybe Drake does know whatever he dropped gonna go number one. So like he does this is an experiment album, and he's like, "Fuck it, I still go number one." Yeah, and if you look at it like. If it was nobody hated on it, I wouldn't have listened to it. But since everybody hated on it, I have to go take the time to go listen to it now. So like his mm-hmm. buzz just as his buzz is out of the world. Like you can't either win or lose, he's always gonna win. Because like even if it was like because I remember Adam Sandler when he made Uncut Gems, fire ass movie, he he was like, if this doesn't win an Oscar or whatever, he's gonna make the worst movie ever as like a fuck you and it's still gonna do great numbers because i'm adam sandler and then afterwards it didn't win he made that hubie halloween movie where it, uh, it was that netflix corny that uh, everyone's like this was the movie he must have been talking about because it came out right afterwards and it was so and it, it still got mad numbers because why is adam sandler and anything made by adam sandler will go will at least hit like high numbers and what's that like drake drake's like man this is a, a fuck you album, and I'll still go number one. I still prove my there's a level to all these peons. Because literally, Drake can drop, Drake can drop some bullshit tomorrow, and that shit could be good number one. Like no effort, no care in the <laughs> world. Fucking some SpongeBob SquarePants beats, and people will sit there saying some. His fans will sit there and still say like, "Man, Drake, that like you changing the game, bro. Just pay attention." Hey man, such is life, man. Not gonna lie, a lot of friends are hella delusional, but the nigga beats her selection is crazy. I respect the production every time. Did Forty make the whole album? I'm pretty sure I said yeah. Forty, the producer, every album down there. Them boys be locked in. He's not, and I know he. I wouldn't say Forty does all his shit, but no, like he's always a part of every project. <laughs> hey, but lastly, man, congratulations to the 2022 NBA World Champions, yep. Golden State Warriors. We can we can spoke to that. I guess for the fourth time, and 
eight years. I really wasn't rooting. I really wasn't rooting for nobody, but like, I would have liked the game seven. Crazy close, blah blah blah. Nah, niggas got blown out in game six, and I said the Warriors had to win in the six. If they didn't, it was seven. Nobody would be in the Celtics in the game seven this season. But like they won three in a row on their ass. That's something I didn't see coming. Yeah. Um. With that said, how y'all feel about Jason Tatum? Because I got what I need to say about Jason Tatum. I still enjoy him, but bro, that was what was he broke the record for most turnovers in the finals? What like in a series? <laughs> no, 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 in a, a playoffs. Oh, in the playoffs? Okay, yeah, he had 100 in the playoffs or some crazy shit. Only him, and you didn't, like, bro. That was something. I was shocked because I knew the team was turning over the ball a lot. I didn't realize him particularly was, like, fucking up like that. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, he series. You know what I'm saying? That was four straight games, bro. And that you throw that one away. What was the second series? They played uh, uh, Giannis. And that went six two, didn't it? Because they didn't have Middleton. Seven. Seven. Giannis. That's what I'm saying. They wouldn't even have been here if they had Middleton. We're not gonna get there. Uh, seven. They went seven with them. Then you go play Miami, and they take them seven, right? So you went six. Yeah, bro. That, yeah, that's unacceptable. <laughs> that, is, that is unacceptable. Yeah, that's unacceptable. That's like an average of five. Twenty-eight. Yeah, there's like twenty-eight games you played, or like 25, 28 games. So he averaged about four, a good four game. Yeah, four, seven, seven, 19. Yeah, 25 games. So he averaged four, yeah, four turnovers. Four turnovers a game. That's sick. That's you a know. lot. And Andrew Wiggins that's, that's, kind of in a box in that last game. I'm not going to lie. Andrew Wiggins was bro, a was solid about, piece on D. Oh, like, fuck he, all the offense numbers. Defensively, he was a, uh, he was doing his thing. Them boys are easy. Rip, I ain't gonna lie, because I remember watching in that Miami series, them niggas is getting ripped by the hand, just at the top of the three. Like, you want to drive, we stripping you, nigga. Like, that's just how it went. So, and, not, and especially in that fight, bro, I, they had a grab. When they showed the turnovers, I think it was like in the beginning of the third, the, 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 the Warriors had like eight. The, the Celtics had 20. I was like, yeah, it's over, bro. I'm not even looking at the score. I'm looking at the turnovers alone. And then Draymond was on Twitter last night. He tweeted, getting ready for game seven, locked in, like, stay tuned or whatever. And, like, that shit, like, to me, it it does, like, he's a person you love to play with or you you hate to go against. And it just rubbed me the wrong way because, like, he was averaging, he averaged six points per game. They really had a stat that was, like, in the four games, 15 fouls. 15 um points or something or what was the what was just some fucking crazy and then like the turnovers he had also and for him to go on it was like almost like uh like because i was just like for someone to average six points per game you are definitely like you're so loud like like steph like he acting like he was steph and he does like, all that if so. Steph was tweeting like that, I would be like, damn, Steph cooked them at like Steph talking his shit. But then when you see someone who put up six points per game and people were clowning him for four games of the series, and then he's he's the one that's on Twitter with it. I'm like, bro, come on, bro. Like the thing about Draymond is, is like his numbers don't show what he's doing, but like he does do a lot. He's under the rim, he's the predominant playmaker. And he's a predominant screen setter. Like that shit, crazy as hell. He like he's a huge part of every play, and it's it's like, but his numbers don't show. And you're right, he's way too loud. But I 
I understand why he talks the way he does because that that big that fat motherfucker out there running <laughs> with them boys. Yeah, and I ain't gonna lie, the gimmicks though, that's what ruins it. But he do be out there playing with them boys. I, I'll give him that. I thought Charles Barkley said it good when he said um on Pat McAfee's show, he said, Char uh Draymond's just so loud, he needs to just be happy that he's the third option on a team with Steph and Clay, and you're able to win all these championships. But yeah. be- because if you yeah. were a 10, 6, and 6 player on another team, no one would give a fuck who you were. Like, it don't matter how good of a 10, 6, and 6 you were doing. If, it, if you weren't on this team, no one would give a fuck. Like, yeah. and, and he, and he uh, I was just like, that's facts. So that that's the only reason I have a problem when he whenever he's like talking like he's KD, and I, yeah. I know like and I know he's not offensively skilled like that. Like he's more of a defensive and more of the 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 the, the spark on yeah. the team. Playmaker type. Yeah. yeah, but I don't know. There's been a lot of like solid role players for teams. Like that's like Shane Battier, like fucking talking shit for the Heat whenever he was running with us. Like he had a. He had a role like we, we couldn't do shit without Shane Battier's defensive like uh, in threes and shit like that. But like I don't know if you're not the one or two, I feel like under franchises you shouldn't be like barking like you're the number one. Mm, I think I think he's had a career, and I feel like I just feel like where they kind of place him on a pedestal, like he's Dennis Rodman, but like he that he, he talks as if like that, and it's cool. I'm a I'm personally a Draymond fan. I love it. I love. I don't love to hate him. I just love to see them. I love to see him catch hate. But um, yeah. I just think he just has like an interesting career, and he can sit down and say like, at least I won this many championships. And he's always gonna talk. Like he's always gonna be that dude. But it's, he's like similar, like if Kenny Smith was like, if Kenny Smith was in that bitch talking that shit like to Chuck, like Chuck, I got two rings. Shut the fuck up. Like go speak. And they would be like, bro, you don't shut up for I get Hakeem. For him to take your ring back, front row with you, like you know what I'm saying. Like mm-hmm. he is a focal point on that team, and like he's he's gonna be, he's just gonna forever be cemented as like Draymond Green, like one of the best mouths in in the, in the NBA. Definitely will be for fucking remembered. And he's gonna be he's gonna have, good, he's gonna hear have a career in media afterwards, so it's gonna be fun listening to Draymond for the next. 30, 20, 30 years. I just hope he's not Paul Pierce in it, Brad. If he if he's uh, if he's on some hate and Paul Pierce shit though, I will be my slander for him will only grow. Nah, he, I think he, 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 will, he don't got a cap. He got four rings. He don't got a cap. Yeah, I think he's a little smarter than that. He can go up there and size Shaq if he feels like it. Oh, he size Shaq? If he Shaq. wants to size Shaq. He's not gonna say nothing, but he's gonna size Shaq. He was like, okay. How many rings Rick Fox got? Two. Three. Three. Was he part of that three P? Because I know he had I a believe so. I believe so. He's part of that three P. Yeah, he was on the three P. He was part of the team because he was yeah, part he of got... that They said whenever um, they used to get swept by the Jazz, it would be them boys. They created the Cancun on them. And I never see Rick Fox size, size up Charles Barkley in his life. No, I've never seen him do it. No, nah, they because they know their role, bro. You are, bro. These the niggas who be clashing are the niggas who are the leaders of their team. You know what I'm saying? That you allowed to clash when, hey, bro, the ball gonna be in my hand for the last shot. You know what I'm saying? Hey, I'm waiting to see Patrick Beverly ass. I want to see what Patrick Beverly gonna do. Pat be talking to whoever because he thinks he can guard whoever. I respect it because he I can talk. Think, 
I, I just think whatever what he said about Chris Paul could have been true to an extent. I don't think it was, it was true. true. What you talking about? Not, it was true. I mean, to an extent, but like you do gotta remember, he do be taking off on these fourth quarters, and it's probably because you spent the first three quarters not guarding him. So that I could understand that. But like to an extent, but at the end of the day, like Chris Paul, the nigga had to move to LA because of the nigga. Like this Chris Paul, they traded, I'm pretty sure they traded damn near twice for this nigga for Chris Paul. So like it'd be like that sometimes. You got some hate animosity, niggas put niggas in defense. But I just but his his takes against Stephen A are what be getting me. Because like there'll be points in time Stephen A's about to get into this long grant and he says, ah, the question was, do you think he can win a championship team? No. Okay then. Thank you, JJ. <laughs> I like JJ and CJ McCollum. CJ McCollum came on for an episode, and they had Stephen A. looking stupid. I don't like Patrick. Yeah, when he was talking about Russell Westbrook. Yeah, the only reason I don't like Patrick Beverly is because he was like, you need to give uh, James Harden the max. He deserves it. Uh, um, that like all that, and he he will he get it. it. And then. And then all of a sudden they brought up somebody else who's like in that same caliber player. Uh, I can't remember who it was. It's not KD or something, but someone else like that. And he was like, "No, nah, he he don't get the money." And then he, they were like, "You know, like why not? Like everything he did, like because everything he talked about with James Harden was like what he did, what he did for the Rock. Like he's a great, he was a great top five player. He's still a good player. But then, uh, but he just had like a different, like he, like I could just tell he liked James Harden. So he was like, yeah, he gets the money. But the other guy he didn't really like, so he, he don't deserve shit. He took his ass. Them niggas was games like one or two games away from the finals, like damn near three years in a row. Like, motherfucking, them boys got, them boys got real love for each other. But like, and he was talking about some, because I like the way his takes are. His takes are very straight to the point. He was like, do you consider him a top 10 shooting guard all time? And I was like, well, probably. Then he goes, that's it. Would you pay? And I was thinking, well, how much did the rest of them niggas get paid? And I'm just sitting here like, it's about what you're doing, man. Yeah, that was my and so then like I felt like his like personal like for him got hit like was like he wouldn't be able like, he wasn't answering the question like he would for about another player. And I was like, bro, you gotta keep that energy, but everybody like, but what you doing tomorrow? What you doing next year? What are you gonna do right now? Mm-hmm. I. Me personally, I don't think he deserved a contract. Oh, I mean, and because also he was like, did, did they win a chip? All right, then. All those mm-hmm. wins don't mean nothing. No. And this nigga has a history of just flying out of that motherfucker when it don't go his way. And we know why he's taking this player option, because just like Russ, he's about to get a bag. So I have a long extended known, not hate, but just like I was all pro Ben Simmons trade. When he when they got traded, I did not think James Harden was – I was pro no uh, non-believer when Ben got drafted. I didn't believe in that nigga. <laughs> and then you mean to tell me that nigga just doesn't shoot? Oh yeah, he's not gonna be good. I'll never forget when we got kicked out of that pizza place for arguing <laughs> that shit. Paul, were you there for that? Nah. Yeah, we uh, got kicked because I said I t- when this was their rookie year, I told uh that boy Sam I'd take Jamal Murray over Ben Simmons any day. I- any day, I said that a rookie year, and I meant that. Ben is so the question was: <laughs> Ben Simmons, a top ten point guard in the league right now, and I was upset because I was on Sham's side. Sham was like, "He's top ten. Well, no, no, because Sham was trying to say he's top three, and I was like, 
and I and I was like, I I think Ben Simmons isn't bad because he just had a great. He just had that. I think it was his second year. He just had a good second year with Embiid and everything. I was like, he's not bad, and because they was mad that he won. Maybe it was his second year, but his second year was his rookie. Year. Yes. Okay, mm-hmm. so yeah, it was that. So motherfucking this man Jerry and Jerry Charles and Kyle and one other person was like, are y'all fucking crazy? And like Sam also just beat me in 2K and dropped 60 with Ben with Ben Simmons. So I'm a, he turned the stamina off. Like so like all he had oh, to do was dump there. Yeah. I, I didn't I was he bamboozled me. He got me. So I was I had to be a pro 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 Ben Simmons believer. If not, that meant that I sucked so bad at 2K and nigga dropped 60 on me. So motherfucking I have to be I have to be under assumption this nigga's Jordan. So we're in this bitch in the so now niggas is getting loud. Cause I'm like, I'm trying to be like, he's at least top 10. Like, there's no way y'all can name 10 point guards better. And this nigga Charles went deep in his point guard bag. I mean, deep. And when he came out to, when he was out of, at nine and eight, he was out of point guards. Yo, this motherfucker said Spencer Dinwiddie and Jamal Murray kicked. And I lost it. <laughs> this is when we got kicked out. I lost it. Chef lost it. They lost it. Right. Like, there's no way we said Spencer Dinwiddie. I- and this is before Jamal Murray in the bubble, so we never seen. Look, look where it came out to though. But then when he's a six man right now, bro. Jamal Murray he, didn't play the season. Bro, that's a six man that can give you twenty eight if he need to. <laughs> no, nah, right. There's no ben way. That. Can Ben do that in an ISO? What Ben could do to put Dinwiddie with Ben in the ISO one on one, Dinwiddie's in a box. Okay, <laughs> there, no Ben Simmons' big ass is not. It's clamping Dinwiddie. Not like he's going. He's doing. Have y'all seen the Hustle movie yet? He's doing the bowl challenge. Yeah. Right? He's blocking. He's that. He's doing, he's that new yeah, he's doing the bowl challenge, blocking shit. I the subject neither was Bo Cruz. <laughs> shit, no, they didn't. Ben Simmons is locking bro out with his phone. That what defense what he does on the defensive end alone take away. I don't give a fuck. He he doesn't even need to shoot a basketball for the rest of his career. Not even a layup. What he yeah. does, all he could do playmaking, passing, and defensively alone puts him. He essentially he he really could be Draymond Green, but better. He really could. Like a, yeah. like it, honestly, he could be Braun if he wanted to, but and the what? thing realistically, <laughs> uh, not even a horse, what he plays and what he wants to do, he's Draymond. No, bro, you can't never beat Braun. Like you say, you can't yeah, shoot. Yeah, no, the muscle way, either. Well, no, no, no. Yeah, there's, there's one Braun. I'm just saying the hype they was giving that nigga, the potential he had coming up. Coming out. School, yeah, they, he, they, was, he was a Braun. He was a Braun type. He was coming out of LSU, and no one knew what to do with him because he was 6'9 and could dribble. Because when they drafted him, yeah. he was going to play power forward. He was going to be – he was playing power forward in the training camps and everything because he was 6'9". They, he was literally mm-hmm. no one wanted like they didn't know what position he was gonna do, and then mm-hmm. I remember if y'all still have those two Ks when he was a rookie, he was a he he played starts a power forward for you on two K, you know. And then uh, eventually they got the new GM that came in, I believe, or the new coach, and then they put his ass at point guard. And I hate playing the Sixers because he's really at the point guard. So he really was that true like because Wiggins was like a, I want to say bust, but he was the other big prospect prior who does. Yeah. The big he Bron fell type. off immediately coming into the NBA, whereas I feel like Wiggins he was not fell Bron- off, but you realize it's not the same. That's nope. funny, man. I never thought I, I didn't think I hear any good team good talk about Ben Simmons for the entire summer, but 
We found it. A hey, totally good podcast. We got whatever you need, man. <laughs> but no, hey, man. He, he beat top 10. Oh. There's some bullshit, Charles. You understand that night I knocked Jerry's pizza out of his hand by accident. That's how like wild we're getting. <laughs> that yeah, no, but, that yeah, I was not I had to told some old heads last night that George LeBron James is better than Jordan. Period. I told yeah. some I told I told some niggas who watched Jordan like from rookie season to wizards final season. You know what I'm saying? Baseball and all that. I told them and them niggas almost passed out. I, I don't care. I'ma tell you how I feel. I'ma tell you the truth. I'm a I'm a big fan of I don't debate. I just I just appreciate. But Braun is my pick. Oh yeah, he's definitely the greatest. He's the best all around. Not gonna argue with you. And it's also a long time. People don't give enough credit to that. This man has been doing the same thing at the at and I can't even say the same thing because he was already great. It's greater. He finds another thing to approve in. Like, you know what I'm saying? Niggas used to come at him crazy about that post fadeaway. And that nigga turned Toronto into LeBronto with that goddamn fadeaway. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. I didn't seen him win games plenty of times with that fadeaway. You know what I'm saying? So he just he just finds more ways to improve and he's fucking 40. Like this. Niggas don't even play this long. Like, we, and because of that, we forget, which is why niggas look at James Harden like, nigga, why are you still not being good? It's because he's he's actually playing his age. You know what I'm saying? Like, not everybody, if you don't stay in shape, you know what I'm saying? You're just not going to be able to keep like you were. You know what I'm saying? Same thing with Clay. He's not the same player, clearly. You know what I'm saying? The age comes into play. And we forget that because Bron has been averaging 27 his whole career. That's scary.